Good evening. Welcome to Maniac Marketers. I am your host, Terry Allison. Tonight's title of my presentation is Attitude is the Extra Plus in Leadership in a Work-at-Home Business. This is part two in a series uh, that I've been doing. Uh, the source for t tonight's presentation and for this series is by a John Maxwell who wrote a book, Developing the Leader Within You. John Maxwell is uh, known as uh, one of the leading uh, leadership uh, authorities uh, in this country. Well, let's first talk about reasons for why you would, why anyone, you, anyone, uh, would uh, look at a work-at-home business. What is your why uh, for coming to look at a work-at-home business? Um, this is not meant as an exhaustive list. It's just kind of some of the, the common uh, reasons why people come. Uh, the first is, of course, the lure of lots of money. People are promised hundreds of dollars a day uh, if they'll just do a, a few little push-button things and, and they're done and, and, uh, and try to attract other people. Uh, maybe they're promised thousands of dollars a day. I've even seen uh, programs out there that promises to make you a millionaire overnight. And people are just uh, drawn into this because they, they, uh, they want to believe that you know, all that's for real, that you can make that kind of money. Um, uh, and not have to do uh, very much at all. Uh, there's some people that are looking for replacement income. Uh, maybe they got hurt on a job and uh, they need some uh, income to uh, supplement uh, for you know for not working. Uh, some people, or maybe it's uh, like a man and wife, husband and and uh, wife, they're. Um, uh, one, one of them is wanting to stay home and be with the kids and, and raise them up, but they need a replacement income to uh, in order to offset what they would have been making in their little in their job. Uh, some people are, yeah, hey, they're they're pulling out all the stuff. They're they're working like two or three jobs, and uh, they just they need a replacement income so they can drop one or two of those jobs. Uh, so they can make ends meet. Some people are just they're fed up with with the boss. Uh, they don't like the way the person looks. Uh, they don't like the the attitude uh, of the of the boss. The boss is too controlling. The boss wants to you know govern every little uh, decision making. You know the micro manage uh, of the whole office and wants to control you. Uh, some people want to, to be their own boss. I call it the BYOB. Be your own boss. They don't like someone being in control of them. They don't like being told what to do, when to do it, and, and, all, and such. And that's, that's really where, where I fit in. I, I like doing my own thing uh, and, uh, and having control over that. I don't need someone to stand over me uh, to do... Um, various things. Some people like the freedom and flexibility. Uh, if they want to take a day off here or there and, and they you know they've done their 
uh, work and and uh, arrange for it and, and uh, you know they just go and and take that time off. Maybe they want to just take a an hour or two and and uh, you know go to their kid's school for a parent teacher conference or maybe uh, a, a special celebration going on at the school. Uh, they just go and and take off. Some people like uh, being able to not have to wait till the weekend to uh, maybe take a little weekend vacation. Maybe they want to do it, uh, you know, Tuesday through Thursday uh, while everybody else is at work, and uh, they just, you know, are able to just get away. Uh, some people do it for their family. Uh, they want to be around other children and watch them grow up and be a part of their life. Because if you think about it, even if you work an eight-hour job, you're really spending more time away than just eight hours. Because uh, you got the eight hours for the job, you got to, uh, you know, I mean, just little, these little things that really add up. Uh, travel time out to your vehicle, uh, both to and from work, and then uh, uh, traffic. Uh, rush hour traffic on top of that uh, sometimes there's road construction going on and sometimes there's little accidents that happens here and there so your time away from home could really add up to say 10 11 hours uh, uh, away from home and then if there's overtime on top of that uh, then of course you know you got to figure that in as well as being time away from your family well, some people want to uh, have a family legacy. They they love the challenge of starting up a business and building it. You know, setting goals out there for themselves and meeting those goals. Well, they want to be able to just uh, you know teach their kids how to do various aspects of the business. And then uh, at some point, they just want to say, "Hey, kids, you know, I did this for you." I love the challenge of, of doing it and everything, getting it going, but now I want to pass this on to you. This is yours. I want you to take it and just run with it. And uh, you, know, you know how to do everything. Just build on what, what I've got going for you. And so you pass on a family legacy. So, and these are just, like I say, just a few things to, that, uh, that people come to a work at home business. Mentoring. We, the Maniac Marketers, want to mentor you to be successful in a work-at-home business. That includes using the tools and being a leader in your business. So if you're not a, a leader, then what's the, the point in being in a work-at-home business? You need to think about that too. Attitude check. As I've said before, attitude is key to all this uh, if, whether you're going to be successful or not many people seem to suffer from what Ashley Montagu the great Rutgers anthropologist called psychosclerosis psychosclerosis is like arteriosclerosis which is hardening of the arteries psychosclerosis is hardening of the attitude David Newswinger of the Menninger Foundation says that if each of us can be helped by the science to live a hundred years, what will it profit us if our hates and fears, 
our loneliness, and our remorse will not permit us to enjoy them. So, you know, we need to, uh, this next section here is, uh, is things that we can think about to, to help you, uh, to, well, to help yourself in changing your attitude. You may not think that uh, you have a bad attitude, but you know I don't know where where you uh, where you are, uh, and our attitudes are our most important asset, as we have uh, talked about uh, over this. Uh, I think last week was our first session. So, uh, but we always need to keep our attitude in check uh, because uh, sometimes you know things just happen. Sometimes it gets to us. I know it does me. So we got to keep constant checking our attitude. How to change your attitude. The first thing is to review. It's kind of like uh, taking care of your yard. And uh, let's just say, you know, the, the front yard is what everyone sees. And so you can spend a lot of time and money and really making it look really nice and all that. And, and uh, people are like, oh, so impressed with your yard and how well you take care of it and stuff like that. Well, then if you go to your backyard, you, know, you might be all of a sudden think, oh, man, have I really neglected my backyard? I have not do, done anything. It is just so crappy looking. Oh, how could I, how could I enjoy the backyard like I do my front yard? You know, you got to. The thing is, the point is that you got to spend time in your yard, the whole yard, so you can have enjoyment. You don't, you don't just um, fix it up real nice just so people can go, oh, how nice, and all that kind of stuff. You take care of your whole yard. So uh, in the in this review process, uh, let's put the necessary energy and effort into changing the inner areas of your life. So we're going to basically take care of the the front and the backyard of our life. There there are six stages of attitude change in in the review process. The first is you got to identify problem feelings. Mad, sad, glad, happy. That's the four basic ones. This is the earliest stage of awareness and the easiest to declare. The second thing is identify problem behavior. That's where we go beneath the surface and what triggers these wrong feelings. And then you write down the actions that result uh, from these negative feelings. What, you know, what happened? And number three is identify problem thinking. William James said, that which holds our attention determines our, our actions. And it is so true. It's kind of like, a, uh, I always have a problem when I go to uh, the gas, or this particular gas station. Uh, so you say that to yourself, and then when you go to that particular gas station, of course, you, you're expecting problems. It's, of course, you're gonna you're gonna have something happen. But if you just adjusted your thinking, uh, then uh, 
you know, you wouldn't have uh, that kind of problem. So you got to identify these things. Uh, and I know I'm being very generic, but uh, uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, when I go to that part of town, I always have a wreck. See, that's problem thinking. You know, maybe this time if you go, if you adjust your thinking, uh, and, and you, you can also ask these questions, is that right? Every time that you go to that part of town, you always have a wreck? It seems to, it seems to be that I saw you down there uh, last week and everything was fine. Did you have a wreck afterwards or something? Oh, no. See, that's problem thinking. So you need to identify those types of things. And if you're identifying problem thinking, you also need to identify right thinking. Write on paper the, thing, the thinking that is right and what you desire. Because your feelings come from your thoughts. You can control your feelings by changing one thing. Your thoughts. And then you make a public commitment to right thinking. Public commitment becomes powerful commitment. You've, uh, you've let other people know uh, that you're, you're going to do this right thinking. And so they can, they can help you along. That's your support. The last one here is develop a plan for right thinking. This plan should uh, include a written definition of desired right thinking, a way to measure progress, a daily measuring of progress, a person to whom you are accountable. That's what I was talking about a minute ago, the reason for making a, a public commitment to right thinking. A daily diet of self-help self -help materials associating with right-thinking people. So you have people around you to help you through this. That's the support. And this is you know, just a general plan for attitude self-improvement. Uh, if you'll do these next few things, it will increase the probability of your success. Resolve. Whenever a leader needs to ask others to make a commitment of time, two questions must always be answered. Can they? This deals with ability. And will they? This deals with attitude. The more important question of the two is will they? Two other questions usually answer, answer the will they issue. The first is, is the timing right? In other words, are the conditions right to enable positive change? The second question is, is their temperature hot? Are right conditions accompanied with red-hot desire to pay the price necessary for needed change? When both questions can be answered with a resounding yes, then the resolve is strong and success is possible. Refrain. Dennis Waitley says that the winners in life think constantly in terms of I can, I will, and I am. Losers, on the other, under hand, other hand, death, concentrate their waking thoughts on what they should have done or what they didn't do. If we don't like our performances, then we must first change the picture. Yeah, that just kind of reminds me of a. Uh, 
the definition of insanity. That's constantly doing this, uh, the same thing uh, the same way and expecting different results. So, uh, there was a cancer research at King's College in London that did a long-term study of 57 breast cancer victims who had mastectomies. They found that 7 out of 10 women with a fighting spirit were alive 10 years later, while 4 out of 5 women who felt hopeless at the diagnosis had died. The study of hope as it affects health even has a fancy name. Psychonumerology Harborville Medical Center in Seattle is researching this field and their findings, findings support the conclusions of the King's College researchers. In a two-year study of burn victims, the Harborville research team discovered that patients with positive attitudes recovered more quickly than those with negative ones. Reframing your attitude means, I may, I may not be able to change the world I see around me, but I can change the way I see the world within me. Re-enter is our, our next one. And as you begin changing your thinking, start immediately to change your behavior. Begin to act the part of the person you would like to become. Take action on the behavior you admire by making it your behavior. Too many people want to feel, then take action. And this never works. And uh, if you really get to thinking about the definition of prayer, that's exactly what, we're, uh, what we'd be talking about. Uh, I had a conversation with someone one time that, uh, that well, they were saying that uh, prayer is the basis for everything. And that's true. Uh, but I, I told him, I said, well, and with that prayer, action had to occur somewhere on someone's part. Because uh, if there was no action, it would simply be uh, an empty prayer. So, you know, you pray a particular prayer and then you act as if it's happen, uh, happening. So, uh, prayer and action, they go hand in hand. Now, you may have uh, gone to a doctor's office, I, I, you know, like I have, and, and, uh, and uh, maybe notice in a medical magazine, and we hear it almost every day, I just can't get myself motivated to lose weight test my blood sugar, etc. And we hear an equal number of sighs from diabetes educators who can't get their patients motivated to do the right things for their diabetes and health. Well, there's really news for you. Motivation is not going to strike you like lightning, and motivation is not something that someone else, nurse, doctor, family member, can bestow or force on you. The whole idea of motivation is a trap. You need to really forget motivation. Just do it. Just like the Nike commercial. Just do it. Exercise. Lose weight. Test your blood sugar or whatever. Do it without motivation. And then guess what? After you start doing the thing, that's when the motivation comes. And makes it easy for you to keep on doing it. Motivation, says John Bruner, 
is like love and happiness. It is a, a byproduct. When you're actively engaged in doing something, the motivation to keep on doing it sneaks up and zaps you when you least expect it. So you got to you got to do it, and then the motivation happens. As Harvard psychologist Jerome Bruner says, you're more likely to act yourself into feeling than feel yourself into action. So act. Whatever it is you know you should do, do it. So you got to you just got to go and and do it. You know what needs to be done. So, and then, next thing would be to repeat. Paul Myers said, Attitudes are nothing more than habits of thought, and habits can be acquired. An action repeated becomes an attitude realized. Once, while leading a conference, uh, John Maxwell says that he was asked for a simple plan to help a person change some wrong attitudes. And he recommended two things to help uh, this person change her attitude. First, say the right words, read the right books, listen to the right tapes, be with the right people, do the right things, pray the right prayer. The second was to do number one every day, not just once or, or only when you feel like it, and watch your life change for the better. Now, uh, and you may have heard this, uh, uh, to make something a habit, <coughs> you you need to do it for three weeks. <coughs> and I don't mean just do it for three weeks and then stop. I mean do it for three weeks. Uh, I mean you may have to constantly think about it all the time. Uh, after three weeks it becomes a habit. And then uh, and you just do it without thinking about it. So uh, you, need to, you need to do this uh, constantly. Renewal. Now this uh now we need to the well the fortunately over a period of time a positive attitude can replace a negative one. Again, let me emphasize the battle is never over, but it is well worth our efforts. The more that negative thoughts are weeded out and replaced by positive ones, the more a personal renewal will be experienced. Uh this lady wrote a tribute about her grandfather and a practice in his life that he passed on uh, to, onto her. Her name is Lena Walker. These words effectively describe the ongoing process of attitude development and the worthiness of overcoming negative thinking. <clears throat> it goes like this. Each year as spring approaches, my thoughts turn to a white-haired old man who went forth at this time of year to do battle. The enemy was not flesh and blood, but a small yellow flower called mustard. As one gazes out over the fields and meadows, this yellow touch seems harmless enough, but year by year it continues its march and can, can, can eventually take over entire fields. Each spring, my grandfather would walk through the, his fields, pulling these yellow flowers out by the roots. Eventually, I was married and lived on a farm in Ohio. Each spring, I, too, would look out and see these same yellow flowers. 
The first few years on the farm I did nothing about them, but as maturity came upon me, I could see the wisdom of my grandfather's efforts. I, too, decided to go forth, as he had done, and do battle with the enemy. Now each year, as I walk through the fields, pulling an occasional mustard plant, I feel I am doing it to in tribute to my grandfather. To me, this, this weed represents our bad habits and negative thoughts. We need to constantly prune out these things so our lives can be lush and green in our quest for a happy and productive life. All about changing our attitude, being better than what we were the day before. Call it growth. We here at Maniac Marketers have a willing attitude to help you learn how to promote on Google in your work at home business. With Maniac Marketers, we teach you how to grow to be a leader, which is very much needed to build your work at home business. So let's talk about some business choices. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about marketing and. Uh, way people have marketed uh, and this is not an exhaustive list or anything like that uh, none of my hardly any of my lists are exhaustive uh, I, uh, I mean I'm, there's some things that are but uh, anyway uh, comment article email traffic exchanges educational relationship there's a there's a whole bunch out there uh, the trouble is uh, some people get stuck in one or two of these and then uh, they don't want to do anything else and, and think that they're going to get success like uh, people want to blast emails out uh, to everybody in the world uh, out on the internet uh, other people are stuck in the traffic exchanges especially newbies well either either one of those can be uh, where new new people hang out and uh, they get stuck in that and then and then all of a sudden uh, they're not in in business anymore so uh, we're going to uh, learn to we're going to broaden your horizon on that let's talk about educational marketing what is that educational marketing is providing information to the person searching for the answer to the question that he or she has and if you provide the solution the person will most likely buy your product In relationship marketing, that's being able to connect with another person on some level. And just a word of caution on this, relationship marketing does not mean that we talk to people just to have a chance of selling them something. That gets into manipulation. We don't want that. We just, you just be friends with someone because it's the right thing to do. Well, then we have the coming together of two ages. We have the information age and we have the social community age. In the information age, people use Google, Bing, Yahoo, and many other search engines to find information that they're, that they're looking for. As you know, Google's the biggest one. They log about 2 billion searches a day. So that's probably about 300 million people use Google in, in, a, in a day. Bing, Bing has a a uh, little bit of the market, 10% of the search engine market, 
And of course, you know, there any time that a, a new computer's put out there with Windows on it, uh, it's probably going to have Bing there. So try to, you know, they're going to try to capture more of the market that way. Yahoo, they have a they have a hundred thousand searches a week. So that's I mean that's really the main main three. And of course, uh, you know that Google's the biggest one there. Well, then we have the social community age. That's where people are coming together to share common interests. That's where we have uh, communities like Facebook, MySpace, Ning, Dig, Squidoo, YouTube, uh, all these. And they've grown uh, big uh, in, in a relatively short amount of time. Facebook has more than 500 million active users. And 50% of those active users log on to Facebook in any given day. Uh, people usually have an average of 130 friends. They spend over 700 billion minutes per month on Facebook. So spend, they spend quite a bit of time uh, usually playing their games or what whatnot. Twitter has about 106 million registered users. That's of, as of April... 2010 and they have a sign-up rate of about 300,000 per day so if you do the math that's probably about 210 million uh, that they probably have about now and there's 180 million unique visitors that come to the site every month and uh, three-quarters of the traffic comes from twitter.com there's about 55 million tweets a day and Twitter does has has its own search engines um, they have about 600 million search queries per day. And as you can see, 37% of active users use their phone to tweet. So, see people doing that all the time, doing things with their phone. Wall Street Journal in April, or April, February the 23rd of 2011, said that uh, the comp score for email usage for ages 12 to 17 dropped by 24%. The web-based email dropped by 6%. So these uh, so these younger people are uh, are using their phones to probably use uh, Twitter more to do their little tweeting thing. Uh, and as I uh, heard this statistic, uh, they were the announcers were talking about how uh, they have a hard time getting hold of their kids through email. But they noticed that uh, if they just uh, uh, use their Twitter account or use their phone to send them a message on their uh, Twitter, that the kids answer them right back, right away. They don't get any response if they, if they just send them an email. So just some things to think about. Well, our product supplier is Trivita. They're a health and wellness business. They have uh, your basic vitamins, A, B, C, D, E. They have... Uh, iron supplements, they have men's and women's daily vitamins, they have uh, uh, gender specific uh, vitamins for the men and women, uh, they have anti-inflammation products, they have uh, calcium products, uh, omega-3, uh, just any vitamin that you can can really think of and that uh, that you know we should be thinking of. Well, Trivita has a twofold mission. 
Trivita wants to inspire and help people experience greater overall wellness. And that just simply means that they want that they want to teach people how to be proactive in their health. So they can help people just, you know, be better. Uh, so they don't uh, have to uh, uh, spend so much money on health care and all that. Well, Trivita also wants to give people the opportunity to create wealth for your life purposes. Uh, they want to help you, basically, they want to help you make money. So, and, and so this is all in their uh, twofold mission statement. And it's designed to benefit you and me, um, benefit, us, benefit us all together. Well, our marketing system is the Veritech system. And in, in this, using this marketing system, we're able to uh, gain top positions on Google and the rest of the search engines. But it's, this system is really more than uh, a search engine uh, uh, system. Uh, it is a total marketing system. <clears throat> it, uh, there's all kinds of tools in here. There's a lead generation system. Classified ad system, splash page maker, ad submission tool, blogging system, bulk mailer, tracking tools, uh, man, you name it. The conference room like we're in right now, uh, there's that in there. There's there's its own search engines. Uh, there's directory in there. <coughs> you never have to use a tool outside Veritech ever again and uh, you'll be a more effective uh, at your marketing if you'll uh, if you'll use your tools in the Veritech system there's a social community available to you uh, with the tomorrow's home business com and in this community you can post information through blogs and videos. You can share information from one location to other social communities. Like you don't have to go anywhere outside the community. You just uh, you can just hit a couple buttons and you can post immediately to Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Delicious Dig, StumbleUpon. You can even send an email uh, to someone uh, about your information if you like. You can create your own profile page to represent you. Mine has a picture of a Harley Davidson. That's uh, for me for its uh, dream building purposes. Uh, keep that in front of me. So, and you can create yours to to represent you in whatever way uh, that you want. The profile pages are promotable on the search engines. Uh, mine's as on the <coughs> on the first page for for my name usually that doesn't really mean much uh, when you do it for your name but there's a, uh, there's over 11 million uh, links for Terry Allison so uh, uh, and uh, mine is my uh, profile page is on page one <clears throat> uh, and I've gotten uh, top search a uh, top placement um, for various keywords uh, throughout uh, you can use RSS feed. If you've got other blogs, you can uh, 
tie those into your profile page. You can um, use the RSS feeds on the front, on the main page itself, for maybe getting content, uh, you know, information for uh, various blogs that you'd like to write. You know, we're just people working together and in a relationship <clears throat> uh, together. Our group is the Maniac Marketers. Butch Hamilton is, has shown several, several of us how to get top search engine placement, and we're willing to, to share that with you. So business choices. With Maniac Marketers, we promise to teach you how to grow to be a leader, and we also teach you how to use your tools to build your work-at-home business. <coughs> Now this is your part. The Maniac Marketers invite you to a successful work at home business. So uh, get back with the person who brought you to this meeting and get more information. Or uh, if you don't have anyone or if you just need to, uh, more information from me, you can contact me at T-E-R-R-Y-S-R dot V as in victory or veritech e-r-e-t-e-k-k dot c-o-m or trivita which is t-r-i-v-i-t-a dot c-o-m slash one three one three four three four nine and my skype is at allison marketing group and the social community that we have available is tomorrow's home business dot n i n g dot c o m. So, I thank you for uh, being with me and uh, and listening to the presentation, uh, and I hope to do business with you here in the near future.